look, it's happy hour. If you want to play along with us, you can go to our Facebook page, Terry Boyd's World AM 860 KPAM. Uh, you will be able to follow along. All the ingredients are there. We have two bartenders today because it's kind of a, a passing of the torch, if you will. Jeff Kleiman, drinkspirits.com, was our original bartender. But he up and decided to move to the other side of the country. The nerve. The nerve. Yeah, going to Boston. Today, what, what, what are we doing? <laughs> what, what, what are we doing today? Well, we're doing kind of variations on this bitter amaro called uh, Campari. It's an aperitif. And I uh, figure we go, you know, right to the front of the class with something a little more advanced for the palate, a little bitter. Bitter is not something that generally people um, gravitate towards. It's something that, are, you know, we're not really introduced in our, in our diet, but it's really important for digestion, and, and it's actually really delightful. Bitter doesn't sound good. Like, it's one of those words. Hi, Cam. It's, it's, one, of, it's one of those words that, like, bitter... It doesn't, you know what, I mean? it doesn't jump out at you, right? Well, think about it this way. Think about spice, right? Think about right. heat or spicy food. And you think about cool food like mint. I mean, these are different parts of your palate. So why, why would you ignore like a significant part of your palate when you're, when, you're, when you're doing things? But mustard greens are something that you would eat that are bitter. And, you know, there are other greens that are in that, that space. So, you know, why not, why not play with it when you're, when you're drinking as well? Are we both doing the same drink, or is Lance working on a different drink? we got drink? a duel here, right? Oh, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Okay, let's sample your – it's bitter, right? Yeah, so basically a Negroni is a variation. So it starts with Campari, um, which comes from a, a bitter orange and a whole bunch of herbs. It's another one of these, like, we, we can't tell you exactly what's in it. You know, like three guys on the earth know it. They're all in Milan, and they won't speak to you about it. Um, you, this, you know what's interesting, Matt? Since this is his last show, normally he shows up with full bottles and leaves them. I know. Look what he's got. He's got an empty bottle on his final show. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. So a Negroni is really easy to make and really, you know, it's one of those things where it's, it's the stir is the most difficult part, but it's equal parts. So it's an ounce of Campari, an ounce of gin. We've got uh, three here. We've got Nolet's, Tanqueray, and Plymouth. We're starting off with Plymouth. Uh, all great gins. And then an ounce of sweet vermouth. Okay. And this is one of those friendly reminders. Uh, do not keep your vermouth on your shelf. It goes in your refrigerator. Yeah, that one that you got is a, is a graduation gift for college. Throw that out. It's no good. Yeah. And if you're a bartender, come on, guys. Put it in the fridge. I mean, there's. I, I can't tell you how many bars I've been lately. I see them take the vermouth and put it right on the shelf. It's like, no, no. Oh, wow. That's not spirits. That's fortified wine. Is it because they're so used to putting the other bottles up? Yeah, because people don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's a wine product, so it does spoil. Uh, you can taste it. You will be, be able to taste it if it's been on the shelf. It, it, uh, it does not taste good. You are doing an enormous amount of measuring. That, that is the key. You tell us that every week, right? It, it, both of you guys, right? It comes Absolutely. down to make sure you measure. Don't free pour. Don't guess at it. It changes. Oh, here's the best sound of all. The rocks are going in. And, and this is another one of those drinks, and it, it blows my mind because I, I was down, and I won't mention where, on a new restaurant in town. And they, you know, they did a big opening, and they're doing cocktails. And I said, can I have a Negroni? And I said, stirred. Like, I, I usually don't go out. I did Negroni or whatever. Stirred. Right? I asked for it stirred. And they shook it. And this is another one of those drinks where you do not want to shake. It, it just really, it, does, it destroys the, the real beauty of the drink. And it also sepaphonates it. So you don't, you don't want to do that. Uh, you don't want to be a sepaphonate. No. What, yeah, okay, no, what you, does that word mean? Sepaphonate. Uh, <laughs> it's the It'll 50 make cent. you go blind, it's, Nicole. That's all you need to know about it's the fifty cent. It's the 50-cent word of the day. Yeah. Sepaphonate, or to so, make soap-like. <laughs> soap-like. <laughs> ah, I could see using that while, later. 
Negroni is, is, is what we're doing, right? Am I right? Absolutely. And I've given it to you two ways there. That sounded, that sounded wrong. <laughs> that sounded really wrong. Yeah. I've presented two different styles of Negroni for you Thank this you afternoon. Okay, the one that's in my hand right now, because it consensus everyone else has tried it that's in the studio, and they're, they're loving what, what, what you've put together. Yeah, that one's uh, served up in a cocktail glass. Um, I would call that a little more drier, a little more advanced, a little more bitter. And then in, in the little cup uh, next to you with ice, yeah. uh, I've done it over the rocks, which is a little softer. And I did that one, No Let's Gin. The, the one up I did with Plymouth. And the one over the rocks I did with Noah's gin. This one smells like wow. with, the, with the slice in it, like it's going to be really sweet. And it's not. It's not. No. It, but it tastes good. It's, right. You're the, right. When it, it's when a nice I, aperitif. When I, the, the very first sip I start to take, it, it it almost feels sweet until you kind of have that aftertaste for a second there, and it's, it's bitter. It's a great I like way them to both. Think. Yeah. I, I like them both. Yeah. And again, this is the kind of drink you want to have on a hot summer day or right before a big meal. This is a good opener. Absolutely. It's one of my favorite ways to start a meal. Give me a little bit of history, Lance, sure. on, on, on everything that we're Ooh. doing here with Negroni. So the Negroni dates to about 1919. There was actually a Count Negroni who in, walked into a bar in Milan, and there's a drink that predates this called the Americano, which is just uh, Campari, soda, and sweet vermouth. And he walked into this bar in Milan, and he asked the bartender to basically fix it for him. So the bartender, now mind you, in the spirits world, we don't let the truth stand in the way of a good story. <laughs> But in 1919, apparently, he walks into this bar and says, I want you to fix this drink for me, and they come up with the Negroni. Shortly thereafter, the same year, his family starts pre-bottling this stuff and selling it in, in Italy. So I, I doubt the story a little bit. Right. But uh, So that's really where the Negroni kind of dates to. What I'm going to make is actually what's called a Negroni Spagliato, which dates to the 1980s in Milan. And basically, a bartender reached for the wrong bottle, and instead of picking gin, picked uh, sparkling wine. And mm. so this is Campari Sweet Vermouth. A little bit of sparkling wine, and this is a great summertime kind of a drink. Let's try it. I guess probably what it's, happened in the 80s is Piano Tie blocked his view. He grabbed the wrong <laughs> he, grabbed, he grabbed the wrong bottle. So is that one going to be less bitter? Yeah. It's going to be a little less bitter. Um, this is one of my favorite summertime drinks. It's, it's kind of nice and, and uh, uh, low alcohol. Oh, yeah. Love that. Yeah. So you want to use uh, either Prosecco, which is an Italian sparkling wine, or uh, you could use cava. Just make sure that you use – you don't have to, to break the bank on the sparkling wine. We're just getting ready to sample the second drink uh, that Lance Mayhew has put together, MyLifeOnTheRocks.com, Jeff Kleiman from DrinkSpirits.com. Uh, we're passing them around. Matt, did you end up getting one? Yes, I've got one. There you go, Kelly. A lot more bubbly. Too, right? Yep. All right, so it's a little bit – now, when you add bubbles with alcohol, does that change what happens to you? With the alcohol. It gets you there a lot faster. The CO2 oh, really? gets into the bloodstream, and yes. As so. Terry guzzles it. <laughs> That's a tasty drink. That's three. We're three for three. And I always tell you the truth. If, if I don't like a drink, right, I always come forward and say it. Mm -hmm. And the nice thing about this drink, the Negroni, is that there are a lot of variations of this drink. I mean, we're looking at a basic structure starting with a, you know, bitter, bitter Amaro and gin and vermouth. And, we, you know, you see, as a matter of fact, there's a restaurant in town called Nostrana. And every year they do, a, they do variations on their menu all year long, and, which culminates in an event where they do a social. They have all these things. So it's, you know, it's a really great foundation to work from in terms I, of drinks. I got to tell you what, you guys are right. All three of these are great. I mean, it doesn't feel like summertime. At least it doesn't look like it. It feels like it. It's humid out today. This might be the drink that you want to do on the way home. If you want the ingredients, they're all on our Facebook page. 
No, no, not driving. Did, did, did I say why they're driving? I said, <laughs> I don't know. I, it's I, the gin show again. No, Woo! it is not. I didn't well, say that. Here's, here's the thing. It's our hope when we do happy hour that if you're at work and you're in a, in a liberal place that is that you're able to do mixed drinks along with us, right. that you can do that. Or if you're at home, you can do when, it at home. And so we post the ingredients ahead of time. That way you can be a part of it, too. So when you get home, all the ingredients are right there on Terry yeah. Boyd's World AM 860 KPAM. Now, there are several things we need to still cover. We got to talk a little more with Lance. Lance Mayhew about history and and his and, and the drink that he put together for us. But Jeff Kleinman and his connection to the latest edition of Playboy. Read it for the articles, man. Yeah, in this case for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we'll you don't want to see that picture. You're on AM You hear the sounds, the joyous sounds of cocktails being made on a Friday happy hour. If you want to learn about all the drinks that we're having right now, all you got to do is go to our Facebook page, Terry Boyd's World AM860 KPAM. Lance, tell me the the name of your drink and the drink that you made for us. Sure, I made you the Negroni Spagliato, which basically it's Italian. Basically, means it's a broken Negroni. A broken Negroni. Yes, it's really good. Do do the does the average bartender in town know how to make these? Here's the beautiful thing: is this drink is so simple that if the bartender doesn't know, it's one of those drinks that it's only three ingredients. Right, you can walk a bartender through mm-hmm. and still get a good drink. Uh, Jeff Kleiman, DrinkSpirits.com, the two drinks you made for us. Yeah, I mean, it was two variations on Negroni. One was served up, so without ice, uh, in a cocktail coupe, and then just served over ice uh, with a uh, a twist of uh, of uh, orange. And I used two different gins. I used uh, Plymouth on the one that was up and Nolet's dry gin on the one that was down. Uh, the other thing I wanted to point out, too, Lance, and, and I know both of you guys have pointed this out, all of the drinks that we ever come across here, and you pointed out early on, Jeff, that there are thousands of options for you to drink. This whole thing came out of... You guys, well, you, of course, a bartender, and Jeff was a guy who would come in and say, I'll just have what he's having. You can literally go into your local neighborhood bar or wherever you typically go and have a drink. Don't do it on a Friday and don't do it on a Saturday. Just be courteous. But you can go in and try anything that's in there. You can, If it's shots, you can go in and say, listen, I'm going to buy two full shots, but I want to break them up into quarter shots because I want to taste these several different whiskeys or what, or whatever it is that you want to try, right? Absolutely. I mean, think about it this way. The bartender is the chef of beverage. So if you're starting to get interested in what he's doing or she's doing, you're going to find, especially on a not busy night with the right bartender, a, quite a journey of, of flavor and taste that you can go through. It's, I mean, it's really amazing when you go to a great bar and find a great bartender and you just say, I just want to try stuff. Lance, Absolutely. Lance pointed something out to us uh, a couple of weeks ago. My wife likes to drink uh, Cosmos and it flat, uh, fluctuates. I was going to say flutters, but fluctuates. Depending upon where you're going, whether the drink is good mm-hmm. or bad, and there's a reason for that. Well, yeah, bartenders don't. I mean, there's certain drinks that bartenders don't like to make. I blame Sarah Jessica Parker for the for the Cosmo issue. So they purposely make a bad drink so that you won't order it again. They don't want to make your Cosmo. But the biggest thing to remember is, like, you know, look, I'm I didn't start as a professional bartender, and I don't. I'm not a working bartender. Everything that we've made on the show. You can do out there. You need a, a jigger, which helps you measure. You need a spoon and a shaker and uh, some booze. And it really, I mean, it really isn't all that hard. And a little practice. I mean, look, Matt has done week yeah. after week. <laughs> I, I bet you, I bet you, his, I bet his margarita by now is pretty, pretty kick ass. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. do some this weekend too. Yeah. Well, and there's a reason that I'm a bartender, not a doctor. Okay, we're not having me on to talk about my journey to, to medical school because <laughs> let's be real honest, I wouldn't have done that. You, you, uh, you, you knew where your, uh, where, where your talents, where my lie. ceiling was. Well, yep. you know what? Hey, and and there's a room for everybody on this planet for certain things, and you guys Absolutely. are really good at it. So, Jeff Kleinman, first first things first, the new edition of Playboy, you're in it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a double issue, so it had to be, didn't it? Centerfold? <laughs> <laughs> centerfold? Right. You well, you know, I'm, I'm right before one of the centerfolds, which is great. Um, actually, I contributed to the Best Bars in America piece, which uh, goes through Best Dive Bar, Best Makeout Bars, Best uh, Cocktail Mixology Bars. And there's two here in Portland that uh, are on that list that uh, I'm glad represent. So did yeah. you write the, about the two in Portland, or did you write about some of the other ones in the country? I, I wrote about I wrote about ones all over the country. I mean, I travel quite a bit. And so there's you know one there's the passenger in, in D.C., which I wrote about. There's Rob Roy in Seattle. Um, there's Tommy's down in San Francisco. But the two in Portland are uh, Teardrop Cocktail Lounge. And um, one bar that most people don't know about because it's a, it's almost a speakeasy, but it's a dive bar speakeasy, and that's the Jack London, which is at the back of the Rialto Pool Hall. Most, I mean, it's a great bar. Nobody even knows. I love it's that there. bar. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? That's whiskey? such a great bar. Did, did you tell us about that? Like that's a whiskey bar, kind of right? Like they got a lot of stuff back there. You know, it's it's a great little bar that um, you know people there are fantastic. You know, everything you want from a bar. Uh, and the drinks are not going to be you know craft cocktails, but you know the truth of the matter is sometimes you just want a you, know, you want a beer and a shot. It's mm-hmm. ambiance, right? Yeah, that, that, and, and, and great people, there. and also again, I mean, most speakeasies in America, you'll see guys in vests. Um, Taking you through the Disneyland version of the 1920s, uh, and the Jack London. There's none of that. It's just a, it's a hidden bar, uh, a great kind of very Portland bar. They do like tap dancing down there during the week, and they do you know reading groups and and they do, and the weekend they do dancing and stuff. But to me, Jack London is one of these great things that I think re- reflects Portland sensibilities in bars. All right, we have to pass the torch, and this is what I said was a little bit bittersweet. We've become really good friends with Jeff Kleiman, DrinkSpirits.com. And it was kind of a fluke how it all kind of came together, but man, did it work out great! You are moving to Boston, or just outside of Boston? Yeah, it's it's sad to it's sad to go. I mean, the show's been fantastic. Uh, a lot of our readers on Drink Spirits because we rerun the audio there have found you know you guys and your journey more compelling than mine because you know you guys aren't drinkers. You started out not drinking, and now you guys are a little bit luscious. Um, <laughs> You've created a monster. But, but, to me, but, but to me, you know, that's, I mean, that's the whole point of all this. And that is, you know, you don't have to be some sort of, you know, liquor rock star to, to, to get a lot out of this world. And I, I, I've been, I've really enjoyed watching you guys you know, on your journey and I'm confident you're in great hands with Lance. He can, he's going to surprise you with some crazy stuff. I've yeah. known these boys a long time, and they don't drink. So when I joined the show over here, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> but yeah. remember, Terry, rehab's for quitters. That's right. And, and, <laughs> yeah, and we're the picture of health, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Lance, welcome aboard. Well, thank you. And, thank uh, you. you know, everybody loves you. And, Jeff, I just wanted to, on behalf of all of our listeners, we really do get a lot of email about you. Thank you for uh, getting this going because I, I think, you know, our listening audience, and it's we, – we may – Grow our audience on Fridays at four fifteen to threefold. Wow! You know, I'm, I'm I'm not kidding you because who doesn't want to enjoy happy hour at the end of a long week? I mean, if this building is indicative of what our listening audience is like, <laughs> I've met everybody at Cape Ham. Yeah, you're yeah. everybody. You've met more people than I have. <laughs> it's weird. Come around four fifteen on a Friday. I see faces. Do you work here? You know, it's like, we, this room a second ago was was as full as I've ever seen it. I've never seen this many people in this room. Yeah. Well, hey, have safe travels. I hope you stay in touch. If you ever come back in Portland, you know you're always welcome. If you come across something interesting, you know you know the kind of people we are. Absolutely. You, love, you always have a home here. Thank you very much. And Lance, welcome to the show. Well, thanks so much. Thank you very much.